<laughs> Welcome to Double Feature, a movie podcast. This week we have a Star Wars special. Obviously the big film is Solo, a Star Wars story. I am your host, Jonathan Roberts, and I am joined by Joanne So, Deputy Lifestyle Editor and Main Film Reviewer for the new paper. Hello. And Kellen Chan, a lifelong Star Wars fan, for as oh. long as I've known him, for about 20 years. And you are also what? What is your full title? Creative Director for Think in Content Lab. An SBH production. Yes. On Thursday, May 17th, there was the press screening. We were all there, and we recorded our initial thoughts as soon as we got out of the theatre. So I'm handing over now to past me. Past me. Hello. Thank you, future me. We have just come out of the solo uh, Star Wars story press screening. Joanne, what did you make of it? It's definitely better than what I expected. I didn't, as, I didn't think that I would enjoy it as much because there's only one Han Solo for me. Okay, um, a little underwhelmed. Um, yeah, there wasn't much of a... It's pretty flat throughout, actually. It kind of kicks in a halfway through during a, the main heist. But then it. I was waiting for a finale. And a finale didn't really arrive. Apart from lots of... Well, they clearly want a sequel out of it. There's so much to-be-continued moments in this. Well, there you have it. Back to you, future me. Thank you very much, me, from about a week ago. So, we weren't particularly impressed by this film. Not really. I don't think we were. Even though, I mean, I wouldn't call it terrible. I mean, the the initial reports were, oh, this is going to be a complete crash of a movie. But it... No, it's not terrible. terrible. It's not terrible, but it's not great. Not by a long shot. No. Not no. by a long shot. <clears throat> um, I mean, really, it is uh, it is really a case for us of solo what happened there. But before we get into what we thought didn't work with it, let's go through the good stuff. Joanne, what did you like? I liked how some the relationships actually work, and I like how they introduce, I mean, Han Solo, how he got his name, Solo. That was quite interesting. And I think at the end of the day, um, you had to give credit to Eldon Aaron Reich. I mean, he has a very, very tough job on his hands to play Han Solo. And a very tough name to pronounce. Yes, let's just call him Eldon. <laughs> yes, Eldon. Uh, it is an impossible task. I would, I mean, I'm a very big fan of Han Solo, Harrison Ford's version. So I think the expectations of him to be Harrison is there. But to be fair to Eldon, you know, this is a new spin-off. You can't... I mean, you have to give it to him that he really has his courage to just... I'm going to be Han Solo. Well, considering the reports that he needed um, acting lessons. But it, he can he act. It. I mean, it, he, yeah. he's quite good in his role. It's just that the fact is he's just not Han Solo. To me. Mm. I'm not sure to, to you guys' fans. But he's actually a likeable character. And he has that, he's quite charming, but he just doesn't have that swagger. Maybe it's still an early because he's supposed to be a young solo. Mm. I think the charisma is lacking in his performance. You don't feel anything for, for this, eh? as opposed to how Harrison carried it off. But well, okay, we'll get to that in a yeah. bit. But what did you like about it, Cal? I mean, I've known um, you for about 20 years. I mean, Star Wars was the, you know, yeah, our, I mean, our big link in the past. But, you know, what 
what did you like about this? I think the visuals were still top notch. Um, you know, Granted. some. I guess we've all we're all pretty much spoiled by all the, all these um, big event um, summer films, and I, I was looking for a lot more. Um, I think the the war scenes. There's a bit where where Han is in service of the Empire. So for that for 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 those scenes where he's in this mud planet, I'm not too sure what it's called, but the those scenes were pretty um, inspiring, <laughs> so to speak. Okay. Yeah. It was a, it's nice to kind of see a, a, a war scene that wasn't just didn't crib from Saving Private Ryan or any other film that you've seen before. Right. It did seem to have its own uh, aura about it. And yes, I mean, the visuals are still impressive. You, you cannot fault them for that. It doesn't look like CGI. Actually, the sets and the costume design is fantastic because, you know, I, I want to find a off-the-shoulder cape like Paul Bettany, <laughs> uh, who is, for me, uh, one of the highlights. I, I think Paul Bettany is the, the main villain, uh, really works. It, I mean, it kind of uh, goes back to his uh, gangster number one style. Yeah. The first time you introduced him, he's just stabbed a man with a, a laser... Blade a or laser something. Laser blade of some sort. But then he's, uh, by turns, incredibly charming incredibly friendly and then on a turns on a dime and he will just threaten to kill everyone but i i find that there's still something lacking about him maybe it's like the other past star wars villains there's so m- different aspects of them that they're actually sinister he doesn't come across to me as sinister wow okay because he totally sinister to me there's, there's something <laughs> you worry about the guy who's smiling that much you know he's going to turn. I think it's possibly uh, Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark? Yeah. I forget names so easily. As Kira, you see her nervousness around him and then you know that something's up with him, that he's not the charmer. Yeah, I mean, obviously, because he's going to... I mean, he's the bad guy. I mean, he's the mod boss for the feared around the whole entire universe, right? Obviously, he has something up his sleeves when he's smiling at you. But you mentioned Amelia and I think... She should remain on a small screen. Really? To say. Wow. Okay. okay. No, I, I, I think yeah, it sounds harsh, but but I, I don't, I, I don't feel any chemistry, or any sparks between um, Kira and Han, and they're supposed to be like childhood, life, childhood first, lovers until love. now. Mm, yeah. So, and he'll do everything to sacrifice for her, but there's no chemistry. Okay. I think with with Bethany's performance, I that, that's the first time in any Star Wars film that I felt some fear in a sense whether you know you're just anticipating a, a jump scare where honestly he would just take the blade out you and stab the person sitting next to him this is the first one where you felt this darkness that might just suddenly pop out you know? I felt that the other thing that did work quite well quite impressed with how they brought in the past aspects of Han Solo because obviously this is young Han Solo and there's a lot of uh, backstory that has been heralded in the earlier Star Wars films that they need to reference, i.e. how he meets Chewbacca, the Kessel Run, or even in this case, how he got his name. I, I thought it was handled quite well. It could have been a lot cheesier. It could have been a lot more grating. I think there's a lot of potential, but I'm just a bit disappointed that they made it very safe. They could just do something, you know, really wild and all, but it somehow it's just, you know, it, it felt like 
it's safe, predictable. Yes, yeah, predictable. Yeah, we may well come up with some of the bits that we like along the way, <laughs> but this is a very flat film. I, I was spending the entire film waiting for it to take off, I, and I don't know what it is. I don't know why. There's no it, pause. Yeah, I, I I don't know if it's that disconnect. I mean, the biggest problem is, of course, it's just that Han Solo, and I I don't know why that. For all Alden's ability in this to have the same pattern of speech as Han Solo, because this is scripted by Lawrence Kasdan, who, of course, created a lot of the Han Solo dialogue from the first films. He says everything in the right pattern, but his voice is just not Han Solo. Harrison Ford is a deep voice, and it's not like that. Alden is all kind of up here, and like, how you doing? Hey, Chewie, he's such a higher register. And even if you're looking at something like James Bond, even when they cast a new James Bond, he doesn't have to look like the previous guy, but he has to sound, he has to have the same swagger, the same aura around him. And it's just not there for this guy. Chewie's great. Yeah, Chewie's great. And Lando's great. The droid is great too. Yeah, I think the L3 by Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yes was actually there. It's not a completely CGI character, but they just um, painted parts of her out. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who's an English actress and has her own show called Fleabag. Very funny show. Well, it's not for the kids, but it's a very funny show and you should check it out. You no, know, but at least her, her character, although it's a droid, she comes across, you know, there's three-dimensional to her. She's funny and, and then she makes sense and she has... She, I mean, there's something that she wants to do in her life. Mm. For a droid, yeah, know, I think it it's is, a there's a lot of heart in her, which the other real character in the droid. Yeah, if she feels real. I think they 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 found a, a note on you know with K two S O in um, Rogue One, right? So I mean, they saw how popular the droid droids can be apart uh, from C three P O. K two K two S O from okay. Rogue One. You've got to be very careful. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> yep. So anyway, yeah, this is a droid fighting for equal rights for all the all suppressed droids and all that. That's a cool angle. Mm. Yep. I didn't mind Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson in this uh, is essentially Han Solo's uh, surrogate father figure for mm. this. You know, the guy who provides the inspiration. There's another film that does a similar thing. Where which one is, it? is it? Indiana Jones, where you know he's got the guy and he emulates his style oh of yeah uh, Last Crusade Last Crusade, Last Crusade. Um, yes. when they were looking for the cross yeah so there's an echo of that there but Woody Harrison is Woody Harrison he's in his own league you know he's he just does his thing and it's still good he's I mean he's a phenomenal actor if you haven't seen uh, three billboards outside uh, of Missouri Ebbing Missouri Woody Harrelson in that show will yes. make you cry he is, he is such a great performance. In this one, his, his character just doesn't have a uniformity to it. Okay, we will need to go into spoilers to go into this. So, warning. Spoilers in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Do you have to watch all Rebels and stuff? Because there's a, there's a surprise cameo. You see, that's the part where I didn't get it. And I remember having to ask you guys after the screening. It's like... Who's that? What's that? And it doesn't make sense in the whole entire timeline. And then you guys obviously explained to me about the Rebels, which I didn't watch. I didn't know about it. So am I supposed to watch 
Okay. To be able to understand it? At the end, uh, there was rumours that Darth Vader would make an appearance in this because, of course, the Empire is still there. But it turns out that it's uh, Darth Maul from The Phantom Menace who ended The Phantom Menace uh, feeling, a two little, pieces. feeling a little down. Uh, <laughs> half the man he used to be. <laughs> yeah, kind of hot around the middle. Yeah, that's right. It's like precisely, I thought he died in, in Phantom Menace and so it's like... So why is he back here? And so the timeline just doesn't fit. Yeah, it throws you off a little bit if you're yeah. not, you know, fan enough to follow the, the animated TV series. series. Yeah. So apparently from Star Wars Rebels, right? I believe so. And the the look of him as well looks a bit Star Wars Rebels-ish. No, but you can't tell. Like He's just a hologram. Claymation thing. You just see correct, his face correct. and you see the, the double ended yeah. double, whatever you call it, the lightsaber. He showed they they showed we'll that. Yeah, bit, that's right. a bit so that's I mean if garden. like you mentioned that he has a, like a a different set of legs or something you can't yeah, see because he's, he's sitting he's down. He's got new legs, but he's got new mechanical legs. If you didn't know, is it like a like a spider thing? No, it's just the uh, two Not legs, like. but they're kind of like more like goat legs but, or oh, horse yes. legs. But uh, you don't see are. it in the film. In you don't see you do. it. In, do you? you? Do. Yeah, yeah. You, you just see these two. What I understand is he he's been killed off twice and then he comes back. This is like his third. I don't know. It's, it's going to be very confusing. And a lot of this film, I mean, it has no real climax. And there's so many things that just point to. Well, don't worry. We'll explain it in sequel. Yeah, it's like there are a couple of like big reveals, but it's like, you, am I supposed to get wow? Or it's like, huh? Or who's that? I, think I don't that, get it. That is that is a great way to explain it. They're they're expecting you to go wow. Well, you actually say, huh? Why? Correct. Uh, As we've, I think when we come out from any film, you know, the first thing is like, hey, which bits do you like about it? And it's like, oh, that, you know, remember that bit about this and that? And we can't, I can't pull out any point. No, you're struggling to come up with stuff. No, but obviously they have, I mean, they're going to do a lot more with this. You can, you see that set up for a sequel or more. Looking at Disney, how it goes, it's, the movie is going to make money for sure. And definitely, they're going to do... I mean, it looks like it's going to set up for number two. Oh, definitely, definitely. There are, there are some reveals that are just completely confusing. Like the reveal of one of the main villains who is Emphis Nest, who, you know, takes off the helmet and he reveals, <gasps> it's a young girl. I mean, teenage girl. But at the same time, you know that... Uh, it's presented in such a way that am I meant to know who this is? Yeah. Yeah, you're or expecting a big twist and a like. Is this. Hmm? I, I mean, we, we all said, th- is this meant to be Woody Harrelson's daughter, daughter. with Tandy Newton? There was like, oh, do they know each other? There was like. Yeah, there was, there, was a, there was a moment where they look at each other and then it's like, so Has am it, I supposed to know her? Who is she? Is this another big script change? Was this like, are they meant to be related? They ditched that later on and they're stuck with this footage. And, and you, you kind of feel like, is she in the the other films? So it's like, who, what's she doing there? What's she doing? And how is she linked to anybody? Yeah, it, it was very confusing. That's, that's, that's what bugs me. It's like, you know, they have all the, they set up to have the suspense, but there's nothing. And even it's like the emotions, it's like flat. It's yeah. like when Woody Harrison, you know, he, he lost um, Thandy Newton and then he's like, oh, she's the love of my life and everything else. But it's like, oh, I cry a little. And then, and then next, next scene, and then it's like, yeah, oh, I'm happy again. Okay. Let's move on. My life yeah. is like this and my life is much better without you. You know, it's it's just very strange. It's very, there's a huge disconnect. I can see why there's I mean, meant to be this kind of like they lead a rogue's life 
and you know in that case life is cheap and so when his pilot dies it's okay you know uh, lose like, some lose some but this is meant to be the love of his life and yeah. you know this big reveal of suddenly the all lovey-dovey in front of everyone and then she's gone and this character has killed her and he has no emotion or no reaction yeah. to it and it's just yeah I mean it's not been established earlier that he is that cold that callous and the way that Woody Harrelson carks it as well later on is very confusing as well because this is meant to be Han showing a ruthless edge to himself but the way it's shot you don't know that he sh- did the yeah. shooting. Yeah. He just says Woody Harrelson stood there, and then, bang! And who knows who shot him? Until, you know, it's all very forced, actually. Ah, like what we did with forced. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like where the Han shot first in you know A New Hope. So yeah. it's like they want to paint him as a you know this roof, this rugged, roguish guy, but they still don't want. To say yeah, it out, this, this you know? thing of like back in the seventies, hey, it was fine, you know. Well, I mean, as kids, I we didn't really think anything of it. Yep. I don't think that he shot first because his life was under threat. You know, the guy was coming there. These days, I don't know if that's going to be different no, because but, you know. they need to paint him as the good guy. Is what it says so many times in the film. Who are you? You are the good guy. Yeah, it's I, I don't know. It's it's a confusing mess, and I, I still find that casting is. Hard to get past. I, I don't know if this is truly just I'm of that generation. I grew up with Han Solo and Han Solo is of this ilk and I need to let go. It's like I was just telling myself it's like, yes, I like Harrison Ford, but let's be fair to Eldon. I mean, seriously, he didn't do a bad job, but no, it's he just, didn't. He didn't it's just the whole film is just there's so much disconnect. It doesn't gel in a lot of parts. And it's just like you said, it's flat. It's just meh. It's like, Let's do it. Let's get on. Let's get on with it and yeah. move on. Next, mm. next, next scene. Next scene. It's I'm, just I'm sure moving, 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 chugging along. So let's move on to the second part. I think our general review of Solo, a Star Wars story, is yeah. Go see it. I mean, you might like it. It's getting some good reviews, but for us, I mean, I think I can speak for all of us. It just didn't take off. Right. It just yeah. didn't hit that mark. Some people have said it's fantastic. I don't know if that's just because it was not. A terrible film, so there's some relief there. But would you consider it as a good action film? No, I, I think the the because I don't feel the thrill. Mm. I, I, I there was a small moment where I felt the thrill, and there's no good resolution to it. You know, there's been some controversy about a new version of Thundercats recently. Oh, uh, yeah. There's a very you know cartoony version that's come out, and I was looking at the old Thundercats because you know because. If you can't create a live-action film that has as much thrill as the original opening for mm. Thundercats, then something's wrong. I mean, in in 30 seconds, that cartoon made you go, wow, I don't know what I'm going to expect here, and this looks amazing. And no point is there that level of action. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's like, you know, you, you tell yourself to set expectations you know, lower expectations after seeing the trailer is kind of like a blah. But, you know, like even like the, the scenes where Millennium Falcon was going through, whatever you call it, that storm thingy. Yeah. It's... Um, On the castle run. Oh, okay. That's, <laughs> if that's what, so it's it's like, you've know, seen it before. And, you know, the visuals are fantastic and everything else, but there's there's no excitement as compared to what you think you have from what Empire Strikes Back. 
it's it's good. I mean, the CGI, everything is good, but it, it feels, you know, it's, it's like deja vu. I've seen it before. And, you know, for a film that's supposed to be something new and it got a blank canvas, why don't you do something totally different? I think, I yeah, the, the characters that showed some promise were killed off almost immediately. And they were all yeah. the co-pilots, you know. The, the initial one was... Um, John Favreau. Yeah, was it John Favreau? That the, is John uh, Favreau Basically, Woody Harrelson's uh, sidekick. Oh, was it John Favreau? Yep, that's yeah, John the, the, Favreau the co-pilot, right? So, you know, the, the oh, one-liners, you know, it's yeah. funny. And then you say, hey, this guy actually yeah. could bring... So, you know, if we had some form of entertainment there, it would mm. have been better. Same with uh, L337, you know. Just that little bit, that hinted relationship... <laughs> between you know this, the droid this, and Lando, droid and Lando, things like that. You know the that the lines weird. were not not the relationship, but the lines and all sure. that, that. That part of it was really quite quite funny. And then they killed them both off. Yeah, I felt that they, you need to stay with these guys a bit longer. Right. I, th- I thought you know there should be a thing of where he bonds with this gang a bit more. Yes. I mean, yeah. how he's introduced to Chewie is great. Yes. I I, I love that bit and. the Frankly, Chewie's really good in this. I mean, there's some really good Chewie acting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, and and so how Chewie becomes his uh, his co-pilot. Yeah, I mean, I thought the Chewie backstory was fantastic. Yeah. Just very brief, but it was very well done. Hmm. I tell you what, though, that other Wookiee. Yeah. What was going on there? It was like a, it's a, like a leftover a from seconds or version of a Wookiee. <laughs> It's like well, leftovers from Planet of the Apes, the exactly, 70s. I was thinking that. It, it was like, have they just painted over a 70s Planet of the Apes mask yeah. and stuck it on a hairy body? I don't know. What, I mean, Wookiees are Wookiees, right? <laughs> I don't know if that's speciesist. But, yeah, there was something about it. And the way that it was shot, and you didn't get a clear look at him, but it just didn't look like yeah. a real Wookiee. And I, I don't know what was going on there. but Last minute edition? Could be. Or a, a that's why he was sent to the mines. <laughs> last minute excision. <laughs> Is excision a word? Possibly not. <laughs> uh, okay, so this solo movie is the second spin-off Star Wars movie. Technically the third if you count Caravan of Courage. Right. You remember Caravan yes. of Courage from the Yeah, the that Ewok was a adventure. severe disappointment. Nope. Oh, this Didn't was back that. Return of the Jedi times. You should, it was you should. A awful kids film I think it was originally a TV movie that got cinematic release yeah. here and back in the UK as well it was such a disappointment <laughs> it, was, it was like you're looking for Star Wars and there's full on uh, the magic was inside of you oh a lot <laughs> oh it was the worst anyway so this is the second one Rogue One hey, but there were two Ewok films oh my god yes <laughs> What was the other one? I can't remember, but one was Caravan of Colors, and then there was a second one. Wow. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll find out the next time. <laughs> we shall insert what the other one was in here. He walks the battle for Endor. So Rogue One came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, the next Star Wars film that we're going to get is going to be Episode Nine, whatever it's called, di- directed by J.J. Abrams, who may well uh, put everything back that Ryan Johnson took down. Uh, Ray's yes. parents will turn out to be Ben Kenobi and mm. uh, <laughs> Alabaster Funky or whatever so, some Star Wars name I don't know <laughs> Luke Alabaster did not die Funky. <laughs> dear Lucasfilm can I have a cut if you use Alabaster Funky uh, 
But yeah, I mean, Rogue One, another troubled production, I think. Uh, I mean, Tony Gilroy came in at the last minute to refix so much stuff. Uh, that What you saw in the trailers of them running along a beach uh, didn't happen. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. The TIE fighter that ended up, you know, uh, came up in front of uh, Ur- Urso? Jin Urso. Jin Urso. That is how much the film affected me. I can't even remember what the main character is. Some aspects of it were really good. I really did like the the Suicide Squad aspect of it, that they right. did not make it out. But so much of that film was really boring. I fell asleep in it twice. <laughs> I tried it twice. If I ever go see Solo again, it's going to be on a purely uh, technical level, exploratory level, to fi- try and decipher why it doesn't take off. Okay, where, where does Solo rank in all the entire franchise? Um, prequels, original series, okay. and uh, uh, spin-offs. The prequels will always rank bottom. Mm. Um, Agree. Just, Sorry. Just, just take the prequels as, as a whole. Uh, a chunk at the bottom. Okay. Whatever, whatever version of uh, 3, 2, 1 you want to put them in, do whatever you want. So Solo is above it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's a mm, much better made film. It's not, you don't agree? I don't know. I The prequels had a little... You know, they had some gems in them. Lo. I, I kind of yeah. watch the prequels. The CGI has aged terribly on it, on every aspect. This whole idea that it, everyone is just wandering around a room. Mm. I mean, you, you right, can I see where it. the green screen is. But the prequels, at least, I mean, there's some characters that are actually quite good. So, that... Sporadically, I mean, if you talk about following a story from beginning to end, Solo is better than all of the prequels. Oh, definitely. I think, uh, to me, mm. I think Solo is and much it, better. It looks real. It feels real in so yeah. many different places. It, it has an advantage there. But... It's yeah. It's. Uh, I think yeah. There could be a bit of Star Wars fatigue. For for me, in that sense. Well, there's more Star Wars. <laughs> coming out. I mean, there's, yeah. There's no, no, no. But that, that's the thing. Is it because when the prequels came out, it was after you know, close to twenty years. You know, there was this gap, and then they we just lapped at everything that came out. You know, and then now you know Star Wars is everywhere. So we want this better. Every year. We want better. Um, quality stories and stuff. So for for me, you know, Solo didn't really make the mark. But I think with Solo, right? Um, for myself, you know, slight Star Wars fatigue. Um, how I feel about it may not be the general opinion after this weekend, because I think um, if, if 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 a new Star Wars fan or a younger audience is watching Solo, I think the the new viewers, I mean, maybe the kids who are won over after episode. Um, Seven, they might have a different opinion. Of Force Awakens. Yes, right? Force Awakens. Sorry. Yeah. It's possible if your only reference for Han Solo is old Han Solo, when you know in right. which he dies, then maybe you can get away with. Yeah, maybe. Right, right. I mean, if you go in with a fresh pair of eyes, you know, you don't know who, you know, maybe all your your parents, Han Solo or something, and then you coming in with just an action film, you know, you love sci-fi. It well, the use different. of the characters from uh, Rebels, or it's Rebels, right? Yes. See, th- this is how. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a. F- how unattached <laughs> I am to the younger crowd yes. of Star Wars. That I Same can't even. Here. I believe it's called Rebels, isn't it? Yes. yes. Star Wars Rebels. Star Wars Rebels. Uh, that is something that, whilst it confuses our generation, there's a whole younger generation will get that straight away and go, "Oh man, he's yes, in it, fantastic," right. and they'll get it straight away. 
So that is something that they are actually bringing in that side of uh, fandom. Yeah, I think so. I, I think I think so because there's, I mean, like the Star Wars one, two, three. There's a huge generation that actually loved it, mm. and I think right. um, they like the new Darth Vader, Hayden Christensen, which, I mean, we all find it annoying. I'm sure. So it's the same thing. It's like it might be the same thing for Eld- Elden. Right, right. It's like you have never grown up with Harrison Ford solo, so this might be it. like you said, fresh pair of eyes. They they will enjoy it because I mean, they, they don't know the old solo as in Elden, but they might like it as a as a Star Wars film. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. You, Kel, you did not like Last Jedi. Yes, that was like a. The divorce. No, but the thing here is, I mean, let's say we compare Hans. I mean, we compare Solo with the Last Jedi, right? Jedi had a lot of flaws, but the spikes were really, really good. Mm. You know, and um, I loved how the whole Ray Kylo direct that that story arc was to mm. me the right way to go. I wish we had more Snook, because I think Snook was a very, very interesting character, very original. You know, looked like Daniel Craig. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, but um, sorry, I'm still very not in, not into the um, DJ. But, so that's character. gonna be the interesting thing. So if they start veering away from essentially the Skywalker saga of this, once Episode Nine is done, you you unless there is something about Ray is a Skywalker, right? You've got no more Skywalkers left. Everyone else has gone. Um, and then what are you gonna do? If, I mean, to us, it may feel like they're going to be cannibalizing every aspect. Are we going to get young Lando? Are we going to get Chewie the early years? The comics are going through Darth Vader after he becomes clad in the armor, which is quite entertaining, but I don't know that I want to see a film of it. John Favreau is producing a... TV series. TV series, which is going to be based around some aspect of Star Wars. Ryan Johnson, who divided fans like they've never been divided before uh, is also producing new a trilogy a trilogy film trilogy film trilogy that's film trilogy. supposed to be nothing related to the Skywalker saga will the fans still be interested in Star Wars if it's nothing to do with the main saga you guys are the best audience I mean, we don't have the Jedi's and the Sith, <laughs> and then we don't have the Skywalkers yeah, what's that? and what's the good? Solos. So what's left? The Bounty Hunters and all that. Now that they have done a young Solo, would they do a young Leah? Very possible, yeah. I mean, she would have a, a rich story to tell, a backstory, how she became a rebel. We have an actress that would fit that role really well, right? From Millie Bobby Brown looking so uncannily like... Um, a young Carrie Fisher. I don't quite see the resemblance, but okay. I mean, I there mean, are some she, shots. She's a great yeah, actress. Yeah, so, that's right. I mean, Millie Bobby Brown is plays Eleven in uh, Stranger Things. Can you imagine how these uh, are they snowflakes? If they the men that get offended that women get roles in sci-fi films, I can't. <laughs> but they'll go mad if there's a Leia film. I, I guess. Yeah. Why are you casting a woman in Princess Leia's role? But yeah, I I, I think there's a great uh, possibility there. But uh, does it feel like they're running out of stories? They should just stick to the main thing, right? Well, the I mean, the main is episodes, how far but you, you've got to arrive back at a, non, a certain point, yeah. so you can only take a character so far. If you have so many films about young Princess Leia, she has to arrive back at that point. You know? No, I, I think they should do it like Rogue One, just a standalone, and not a 
thinking that it, I can do another spin-off, you know, a sequel of the spin-off. If you do it as a standalone, just one film like Rogue One, mm. it may work. Like for Han Solo, if it's and if it ended properly without teasing you what they were going to do next time round, yeah, you know, it might work better. Yeah, I mean, I I'm not so keen on this kind of like resolution of, well, non-resolution, of well, if you want to find out what that means, you'll have to join the sequel. Okay, well, could you not finish this one properly? Right, given right, as a kind true. of proper send off, so you know, no. okay, that's solo done. I don't think any films this summer will be able to top the cliffhanger what as what we have seen in Infinity Wars. Yeah, I, I well, I, I'm not sure I don't want to sound like a Marvel fanboy, just the way they structure films and get you wanting to see the next one. I've not felt that one with the, with a Star Wars film for some time. That's right. And this one, do I want to see the next part of the Solo story? To see how he gets the nick on his chin? To see how... I mean, you see how he gets the Millennium Falcon, and what more mm. is there to say? Or maybe, who knows? I mean, once you've got all that stuff out of the way, you're a bit more free to create something a bit different. Yeah, maybe. They just had to work a lot more on the story part. We need to feel the thrill. <laughs> they need to push the story forward a little bit more. Because in The Last Jedi, I felt like it was just two days in the whole saga or something. Yeah, I mean, it's daring. I quite like the fact that it is just a, a small gap of time, uh, a small moment from... It's almost like you're visiting briefly, just say, right. oh, check in on how the Star Wars yeah, crew like and then leave. It's almost later. like a Facebook status, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the last Jedi, the Facebook status of all Star Wars. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, I think they need to be even more daring and go with it. Uh, find the right directors, find young directors and be sure about what you're going to get. Do anything, just be thrilling with it. And that is where we will leave this week's Double Feature podcast. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Kel. You're, You're welcome. welcome. And do join us again when we'll be reviewing. I'm not sure what we'll be reviewing, but there's a lot of good stuff coming out, or potentially good stuff. Jurassic World, potentially good. Incredibles 2, got to be good. It better be good. And Film Mission Fraction, Impossible. Yeah. Uh, looks absolutely thrilling. Mission Impossible, a.k.a. the Tom Cruise Death Wish experiment. The way that man puts himself through the ringer just for our popcorn entertainment is quite astounding. And you can check out more podcasts from The Straits Times at straightstimes.com. And we do want to hear from you. If you have any nice words, bad words, anything, do contact us at podcast at sbh.com.sg. And we shall see you next time for Double Feature. 